You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, my favorite podcast, New Zealand's favorite podcast, and the favorite podcast among redneck males aged 18 to 27 earth oddity we're glad you can join us today my name's john i'm here with the brains behind the whole operation christopher tiny sullivan how are you today hello everybody i'm doing good that's awesome we got some great stories to bring you today i got several really good ones got a guy who uh who shot himself in his tender parts uh that's pretty good that happens a lot yeah it does it does not to me but to other people <laughs> no yeah it's almost uh natural selection just playing out before our very eyes as uh as we heard in sunday school this morning that's called pulling a boner <laughs> <laughs> our sunday school teacher had a bad choice of words <laughs> there did. Yeah, so that's pulling a boner right there. And I don't even feel like that's dirty because it was said in church, you know. So Yeah, yeah I thought it was something totally different. Me too. But it's Me too. <laughs> pulling a boner pulling is a boner, doing something dumb. Doing a dumb act. <laughs> yes. yes, right, yeah. Yeah, I grew up thinking that was totally something different. <laughs> so oh, what about man. you? You got any great stories? Man, I've got some good stories. I've got a spider scare, but I would kind of like to lead off with this story. Okay. And uh, I don't actually have a story here in front of me that I'm reading from. I'm kind of speaking from memory Okay. off the top of my head. So forgive me if I get something wrong, but Apple is set to uh, totally get out of the podcasting space. Did you see that? No. Wow. They're like the largest. Right. Is like Spotify, they started it, yeah. yeah, a Spotify, or is it that we came along on board and we have <laughs> crashed yet another organization? Ship, maybe. Yeah, right. But anyway, it says here that Apple is set to scrap its podcasting app. They are planning to completely pull out of the podcasting space altogether. Wow! It sounds good on the surface. The entire podcasting world is moving toward an all-you-can-eat type platform. <laughs> It's the perfect new paradigm to help bring more digital content to the masses. But if you think this move is just a blip, a temporary break for new content to fill the void left by Apple dropping its podcast, you missed a huge problem. Even in the absence of a proper podcaster and podcasting app, this move will put the entire podcasting world in the hands of a handful of mega-sized corporations. Oh, the corporations. (laughs) If you're like me and have no idea what iOS and Mac platforms are, or when to use them, you might assume that Apple is just playing with the wrong kind of information. They're doing the same old, same old. You don't need to know iOS or the Mac. You just need to be willing to get a pair of headphones and get some practice using them. Okay. So there we go. All right. I don't know what all that means. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm amazed that Apple is doing away with 
their yeah. podcast platform. I don't know how I will listen to Earth Oddity. <laughs> I know. I want to say 90% of, I mean, there's still a lot of people who are using Apple's program, but can you believe that? I can't believe it. I'm glad you don't believe that because that is completely false. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. That's fake. Well, you fooled me. You fooled me, <laughs> tiny, you trickster. Here is the real story. Have you ever heard of OpenAI? Um, well, I know what AI is. Yes. Yeah. OpenAI is a developer that was founded by Elon Musk and this other guy. I can't think of his name, but they got all these computer programmers and they put them in a room and they have them working on artificial intelligence. Uh-huh. And they make everything public. Everything they do is available to the masses. Right. And the reason that he's doing this is because Elon Musk is afraid that there may be a company out there that gets the the edge when it comes to AI and have like right. an unfair monopoly over all this stuff. So yeah. he's researching it and just putting it out there for everybody. Okay. Well, they came up with a program called GPT-2, and it's basically a souped-up line of code for, you know how when you're texting somebody and your phone tries to guess which word you're yes. going to use next? Yeah. Well, they can had a very embarrassing <laughs> moment with that. Last night, went to my friend's, uh, his father passed away. We went to the funeral home. Deidre sent her mom a message because we were there, like, last people to go through. And uh, and it's, the message was supposed to say, we shut the funeral home down. But it changed <laughs> shut to an entirely different word. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Anyway. Basically, this program, this GPT-2, you can give it just a sentence or two, and it will it will go from there. Yeah. It will auto-generate oh, wow. all this text. They fed, I want to say, 8 million different websites into this, you know, said, computer program, look at all these websites yeah. and figure out how human language works. And this is what it came with. And this is what it is. So what was your original sentence or sentences you started with? If you go to talktotransformer.com, uh-huh. it's a website that somebody set up to kind of let you play around with it. I typed into this custom prompt box. Apple is set to scrap its podcasting app. They're planning to completely pull out of the podcasting space altogether. And it came up with all that and other it dialogue. it came up with everything else. It's amazing. It is incredible, and it's kind of scary. Wow. Oh, it's the next time we got a book report or something. <laughs> yes. That's coming in handy. <laughs> because obviously, if you go back and you listen to everything I read, there's some stuff in there that kind of don't make right. 100% sense. But for a computer that's going off two sentences, that's really incredible. Yeah, it's really pretty good. And also, and here's something that's even neater. This website uses an older version of oh. their of their code they're, the latest version of their code that they've come out with, this is the first time they haven't released this to the public oh. because they're afraid that some people may get hold to this and use this as, well, what I just did, a right. fake news generator. A whole fake news. Yeah. Well, and yeah. they're saying well, that's it's, pretty much CNN right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're, saying it's, they're saying it's advanced enough yeah. that people are going to quickly get to the point, if not with this latest version they have now, that they can't tell the difference between real news and just an AI writing wow. a bunch of stuff. So it's, it's According to my it's Facebook, people can't tell between real news and fake news <laughs> already. So we well, imagine it We don't need an worse. AI program. <laughs> yeah. uh, either I'm friends with a lot of dummies or people are just easily duped. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's interesting. It is. Know? I mean, it's all a little bit over my head because I'm not a nerd. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's pretty neat that you could just start out with something so simple and come yeah. up with a pretty complex paragraph. 
Um, I'm glad Apple's not doing away with podcasts. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> yeah. Just again, before people freak out who are listening to us. No, there is still going to be there. We're still there. Yeah. yeah. But I, for a moment, thought that we had brought them down. Like, mm-hmm. they were like, well, this Sartotity's gaining momentum. <laughs> we got to get out of this. And Elon Musk is like, see, yeah. this is why I'm not putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. This is what's happening. <laughs> Well, that's neat. And um, I, you know what? There's going to be a link in the show notes. The website is TalkToTransformer.com. Uh, you can go there and you can check it out. Last week, I may or may not have had it writing some uh, erotic fan fiction oh, involving cool. me and my wife. Okay. So, <laughs> All right. Great. It's uh it's How did that go? Can we get some snippets of those read? Uh, contact me after the show. <laughs> okay. All right. Did you I warn read? you, it's hot. Oh, yeah. Did you read any to her? No. Oh, okay. I would This have. was too hot for Tara. Too hot for Tara? Yes. <laughs> okay. It All may right. have involved some vocabulary that I just oh, didn't yeah. know if I wanted to define yeah. what these words mean well your mother-in-law <laughs> thinks butt's a cuss word right exactly. yeah you probably don't want to <laughs> exactly. you probably don't want to uh yeah. to be trotting out too many <laughs> you know crazy words yeah. crazy terms or whatever yeah yeah don't want to send her to urban dictionary yeah no that can be bad <laughs> yes. that can be real bad well this next story here i want to dedicate to my good friend brian hume Brian worked for me for years, uh, mm-hmm. probably the most talented guitar player I've ever known in person. The guy was phenomenal, is phenomenal, I'm sure. Sent me a text message over this weekend and uh, told me that he had found the podcast. I hadn't talked to him in years, just out awesome. of the blue. Sent me a text message, said, hey, is this still John Long's number? And I was like, it is, unless you're the cops. <laughs> 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 but uh, said he loved it. Said he, was, he had listened to four or five episodes. It was really great. But he could definitely tell the uh, difference in production value from the early episodes to <laughs> recently. We've learned a little. We've learned a little, and we found a better place to record. We that did. helps out, too. Um, so, anyways, I just wanted to say hey to Brian in case he listens to this one because I think the world of Brian Hume. Um, he was up, good Brian? enough. Yeah, he was good enough to let me learn a little bit of guitar from him and cool. indulge me in my rock and roll fantasies for a while. And uh, and he, he was just a really quality human being. And this story made me think of him. All right? All right. So the headline reads, Man allegedly hiding drugs in backside accidentally shoots himself in testicles. <laughs> <laughs> was he going for his drugs and he accidentally got his gun? <laughs> we'll see. A bungling felon from Washington State made a series of blunders where he shot himself in the testicles and tried to hide the weapon, all while storing drugs in his anus, <laughs> a report said Wednesday. Time out. This is going to be an inside joke for just me and you, and you can cut it if you want to. <laughs> we were riding by the gravel pit, Philip Gerganis's yes. gravel pit, on the way home from church today. Yeah. And... Uh, and Hudson was like, well, why don't they build something there? I was like, well, that's Mr. Gerganis that we go to church's business. You know, yeah. he, he he works in dirt. And Hudson was like, oh, Mr. Big Anus. <laughs> 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 All right, time in. Back to here. Cameron Jeffrey Wilson, 27, was carrying a pistol in his front pocket while in his cashmere Washington apartment on April 5th when the firearm accidentally discharged and pierced his groin and thigh. <sighs> 
Wilson, who is a 13-time convicted felon. Now, he's 27 years old, and he's a 13-time convicted felon. So he's been at it. Like, yeah. this, is oh, a, yeah. this is a career path yes, for him that's at this right. point. He's made choices in life <laughs> that he can't come back from. <laughs> yeah. um, he told his girlfriend to dispose of the weapon before heading to the hospital, the paper said. And when the ex-con finally got to the hospital, a balloon of marijuana slipped out of his anus. Oh, no. While a doctor was operating on the gunshot wound, court <laughs> records show. Hey, what's this? <laughs> Cops also arrived at the hospital when alerted of the gunshot wound and searched Wilson's car where they discovered a bag of meth in the blood-stained jeans oh, he was gosh. wearing when he shot himself. Did, did he just forget about that? I guess so. You know, like, if you shoot yourself in the balls, <laughs> I think... Like your You're whole line thinking of thinking that. is like, I need to get some help here. Yeah, the officers, for future criminals, maybe you should get a friend to drive you. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> That's gonna be tough working the pedal. I hope he wasn't driving a five speed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the officers issued an arrest warrant for Wilson. He turned himself into the police on the 18th. Um, as he was being processed at the Chillen County Regional Justice Justice Center. Wilson was strip searched, pretty standard, and another balloon of marijuana slipped from his anus, the paper said. Why is he hiding weed up his butt, you know? Well, he he's in Washington. Like, isn't weed legal out there? I mean, you know it ain't what? like I it's don't a, know. I don't know if it is it or not, be. but it's not like it's Alabama. Yeah. You know, I imagine they got a pretty relaxed. We just recently got CBD oil. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Uh, while in jail, Wilson made a number of calls to his girlfriend and asked her not to cooperate with investigators working on his case. And authorities, of course, were listening in on the calls. Of course, because that's, that's what, what they, they do. do. Yeah. The convicted felon was charged with possession of a firearm, unlawful possession of meth, possession of a controlled substance in a correctional facility, and four counts of tampering with a witness. And he's held on bail on a $110,000 bail. Man. Yeah, so this dude, just a comedy of errors, really. Yeah. <laughs> but I think if I was a judge, I would be like, well, you shot yourself in the nuts. Let's just call it even on this one. You know? Yeah. That's punishment enough right yeah. there. What, I mean, what kind of advice could we give to to for future? Number one, trigger discipline. <laughs> yes. You know? You know, oh. you maybe don't go with Uncle Mike's. Use a good holster. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? yes. Want to get a good holster? Maybe go on your hip with it too, not just straight right in the front too. Yeah, but I uh, believe they call that Mexican carry. Is that which is a horrible term for that? Is it? I don't know. But this is just in the pants, in the back of the pants. Yeah, you know, right. So maybe is that the back, like Magnum PI style? In I the, believe in so. The straight back. Yes. That's Mexican carry. Oh, I have heard it referred to. Let as me that. just say, if he shot himself in the nuts from the backside, <laughs> that's. I mean, well, I mean, I'm an old man. I know, but he was 27. You know, yeah. I mean, kudos to him, man. But uh, I just don't get the weed up the butt. You know, uh, I don't. And know. like meth in my jeans pocket. I got meth in my jeans pocket, but weed up my butt. I don't get it. You know, he should have had that. He should have had that yeah. the other way. Yeah, I don't get it. But he's in some trouble. Yeah, uh, that's tampering with, with a witness is not cool, cool at all. Especially now they have you tape recorded on the phone <laughs> doing. Yes, I mean, oh, Lee. I know they they search everything. Like you write a letter, they'll read those and stuff. Oh yeah. So you got to learn to write in code, of course. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not a good look for this guy. No, and, and uh, you know it's one of these things where you know 
I like to try to fix people's problems even when it's sure. unwanted. Right. You know? Or they're like on the other side of the country and <laughs> right. probably never download our podcast. But there's really not a lot here I can say other than, you know, hey, don't break the yeah, law. Right. Don't break the <laughs> number law. Number one, quit breaking the law. And number two, if you are going to break the law, maybe be a little smarter than right. than well, don't, you were. Don't just have it round chambered up. Exactly. You know, if you're in your apartment, it wasn't like he was out or anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're sitting at home. All right. I can say this. If you ever do drop a gun or drop a knife, mm-hmm. don't reach for it. Let it yeah, hit the ground. Right, let it hit the ground. Let it hit the ground. Yeah. There's a lot of people who have, you know, cut themselves or right. shot themselves in the Balls. downstairs yeah. <laughs> because they reached for a right. gun and they you just let it go. Let it go. Yeah. I would also say don't try to catch a bullet with your balls. You know, <laughs> yes. not a good move. Not very smart. <laughs> you know, I don't consider balls to be like, an, a, I consider that to be a medical term, by the way, just for our <laughs> listeners. Right. Like when I talk to my boys and stuff, you know, <laughs> which really one of the greatest moments ever as a parent is, you know, Deidre is like NICU nurse. She knew everything about babies. She mm-hmm. carried the babies, you know, they're like live inside of her and all that for nine months. <laughs> right. Well, then Thomas gets here, you know, first child. Right. And uh, he gets home, and uh, she's giving him a little bath, and there's, like, little baby, you know, like, whatever that thing you put him in, you know. And <laughs> she's washing his priors for him. I'm like, look, babe, back up. You don't know how to wash balls. Like, you have, you don't know what you're doing here. Let Dad step in and show you how we need to do this, all right? <laughs> like, hey, you're dealing with parts you don't know anything about, baby. This is all me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, congratulations, Thomas. I just told everyone I used to watch ball, wash your balls. <laughs> I'm gonna play this at your middle school graduation. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. How about another story here? Washington. Speaking of Washington, <laughs> a lot of stories from the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> they have become the first state to legalize human composting. Okay. All right. So just. Put old Pawpaw in a composting pile, I guess. I guess so. It says that on Tuesday, Governor Jay Inslee signed SB 501 concerning human remains, making Washington the first state in the U.S. to legalize human composting. Okay. The law, which takes effect on May 1st, 2020, recognizes, quote, natural organic reduction and alkaline hydrolysis, sometimes called liquid cremation, as acceptable means of disposition for human bodies. Until now, Washington Code had permitted only burial and cremation. The bill had passed both legislative chambers with ample bipartisan majorities, uh, 80-16 in the House and 38-11 in the Senate. This paves the way for Recompose, a project to build the first human organic reduction funeral home in the country, Washington already has several green cemeteries, such as White Eagle Memorial Preserve in Clicktat County. Oh, that sounds right. <laughs> where people can be buried without embalming caskets or headstones. Oh. The recomposed model is more like an urban crematorium, but using the slower, less carbon-intensive means of organic reduction or composting. The process, which involves using wood chips, straw, and other materials, takes about four weeks and is related to methods of livestock composting that ranchers and farmers have been using for several years. Lynn Carpenter-Boggs, a soil scientist at Washington State University, says that the practice can turn a 1,500-pound steer, bones and all, into clean, odorless soil in a matter of months. 
Okay. Designer Katrina Spade started the endeavor as a nonprofit called the Urban Death Project back in 2014. Urban Death Project? That's a great That's, band name. It's a good band name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Over the years, Spade has assembled a board of volunteer advisors, including scientist attorneys and death care professionals, then converted it into a small business model called Recompose. All right. It basically just goes on and on and talks about her business that she's trying she's to start. She's saving the planet. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I want to go on record right now while you're looking. Yeah. I want all the chemicals in me when I die. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Oh, yeah, everything. <laughs> just, just pump me full of them. It's fine. You know, I kind of want a, fa- a Viking funeral. Okay. Load me up on a raft and push shoot me out a, into yeah, the ocean shoot and a shoot flaming a flaming arrow, arrow into okay. me. That'd be cool. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I don't want it. But I mean, to go to. Right. You know, if you let me shoot the arrow. That'd be well, I want everybody awesome. to get to shoot an arrow. No, I want to be the only one. And then I'll miss like 30 times say, in a row. How many arrows are you going to go through before you I hand was, it over to the professional? I will say I have, I taught archery. I was shooting sports director <laughs> at Boy Scout camp. I taught archery. I had to go get certified. You got to be certified to teach children how to use. They certify people for archery yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and, and handguns, rifles, and shotguns. I took all of that. Okay. Out of at camp school is what they call that. I was the number one archery shot out of wow. everyone there. All right. Well, you know what? Hey, now, hush, was, hush my mouth. I was, had no idea. That was 21-year-old John. <laughs> you know, right? I haven't shot a bow in probably 20 years. so yeah, I kind of want to go get a bow right now. And see what I can do with it? <laughs> let's, well, if I was like, like splitting arrows. Wow. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like I was have a natural talent for it. Yeah, but I would do it, and I think it would be great if I missed like fifteen or twenty times. Everybody's like getting anxious. You're like keep drifting further and further out. I know? want the crowd to be like, uh, uh. Oh. <laughs> every time. <laughs> like some dude in the back's like, "Why is this guy shooting?" You know? Yeah. Like Brad's like, "Why did they let me shoot?" You know? Yes. <laughs> Finally, I just get in a canoe and roll out there with like a cigarette and like light, light you up. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, guys, he's good to go. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't know, man. man. I'm. I'm. I'm a traditionalist when it comes to Barry, and I want my headstone. I want all that. So okay. I want somewhere for people to come back and cry about how wonderful I was, and mm-hmm. you know, really, this is not what's going to happen. They'll just visit me once a year to put some fresh flowers on it, like <laughs> right. we do, like everybody else does. But yeah, I need all that. So yeah, there, that's that's the end of the story. I'm not going to go into all this other stuff that we don't care about. Yeah, it's all about recompose after that. So. Okay, it's just uh, it's saving the world. Yeah, know, with dead people. Another option, right? Uh, we have traditional burial. Yeah. We have cremation. Yeah. We now have green burial, where we bury you without the chemicals. Yeah, yeah. I and thought now you could you do can... like it a part of a tree too. You know, Did oh, we yeah. start, that's how you get a ghost forest. Didn't we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if, if we didn't talk about it on the podcast. I do think we did talk yeah. about that where you can. Yeah, you could be part of like a a, a root system for a tree. Yeah, or what whatever. Are, did they put like a bunch of seeds in you or something and I then bury know. you and then. I don't know. I'm the tree feeds full, off of you. I'm chock full of sunflower seeds as it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if we bury John and come back a year and it's like a field of sunflowers? <laughs> sunflower like peanuts and stuff. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like all the cheap gas station food I eat all the time. <laughs> Yes. Well, here's two men whose families may want to check into this uh, green burial. Okay. Um, This comes to us out of Louisiana. Uh, Two Texas men die after attempting to jump over an open drawbridge. So the Duke boys are at it again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Louisiana State Police say two Texas men have died after attempting to jump an open drawbridge in Calasio, hold on, Calcasio pa- Parish. Everything's weird down in Louisiana. No <laughs> normal names. Uh, troopers say that around 2 a.m. on Friday, May 24th, they responded to a single vehicle crash on Louisiana Highway 384, which is Big Lake Road for everybody that's down there. At the Black Bayou Bridge, around six miles south of Lake Charles, the crash claimed the lives of two Texas residents identified as 23-year-old Alejandro Cazares and 32-year-old Roberto Alejandro Marino. Hmm. Troopers report that the drivers were traveling south when uh, he came to a pontoon bridge that was closed to vehicular traffic to allow a boat to pass on the intercoastal waterway. Intercoastal Waterway, if you didn't know, pretty much runs from like uh, the edge of Texas all the way up the East Coast. You know, right. they did it during World War II to help protect shipping lanes for, you know, mm-hmm. all that. Anyways, if you go to the beach, you drive over it. But uh, according to a witness, the passenger exited the vehicle and pushed the gate arm up, and the driver drove under the gate and picked up the passenger before proceeding towards the ramp located at the end of the bridge. After stopping briefly, the driver placed the vehicle in reverse. Now, you know when they stopped, they're like, you think you can make it? Yes. You think we can make it? And it's like, yeah, but I got it. I got this. And there's probably one nerd in the back who's trying to actually do the, the math, <laughs> you know, on his phone. Uh, so, so the driver placed the vehicle in reverse, then accelerated forward in an attempt to jump the ramp of the bridge. And the vehicle became airborne. <laughs> Landed in the waterway and sank to the bottom. Oh, no. The driver was unable to exit the vehicle, and the passenger was located outside of the submerged vehicle. Both were pronounced dead at the scene. Ah, yikes. The crash remains under investigation. How far did they fall? I don't know. Because, I mean, you know, you would think. I mean, I realize that people can sometimes get trapped in a vehicle, when a vehicle goes in the water, that's why everybody should carry a glass breaker in their car. Oh, yeah? And a seatbelt cutter. I never to- do. <laughs> I live on the edge, man. Well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas this year. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. Look, I, like I said this morning, I can't justify killing myself morally or ethically. But if the Lord decides to take me out when I jump a drawbridge, then the Lord just decides to take me out when I jump a drawbridge. Okay? Yeah. All right. I barely like being alive. All right. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how, you know, I imagine it was pretty deep water. Yeah. And who knows if when they hit the water, they bumped their head or something or whatever. I would imagine if you're jumping a drawbridge, probably don't have your seatbelt on, you know? Maybe you think those airbags may have deployed. And- yeah, may have. Those things come out with some force. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just bad for these guys. Um, but then again, I mean, stupid is as stupid does. Sometimes, <laughs> Play stupid games, yeah. you win stupid prizes. Well, I mean, without risk, there are there is no reward. <laughs> and if they had made it across, it would have been really awesome. You <laughs> yeah, know, it would have been a great story. Yeah, I guarantee you, one of them was filming with his cell phone. I guarantee you. Oh man. That would have been some pretty great footage. You know what? I'm going to go check Lively real quick. <laughs> it's probably already up there. But yeah, um, these guys probably not the swiftest. I would imagine probably yeah, had a few beers yeah. in them too. You know, <laughs> probably had a few beers in them. Decided to jump over the drawbridge. Didn't work out the way they no, wanted it to. No, I didn't. But you know, that's how life is. Sometimes, sometimes you make the jump. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. I'm. I mean, 
I'm just I'm sad that they lost their lives sure. because it's always tragic when people it die, is. but sometimes they deserve to die. <laughs> well, you think you you try to jump an uh, an intercoastal waterway, <laughs> right? You I think mean, the worst that happens is you're you know because even even if they would have made the jump, I imagine that whatever car that they're in is not driving much further. Right. <laughs> broke both you know? axles. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> True. But, yeah. uh, yeah, I mean, it's tough, but man. sometimes, like I say, you play stupid games, you win stupid That's prizes true. and, and they decided to do this of their own volition <laughs> yeah. and it didn't work out well for them, but had it have worked out, that would have been really awesome. That's you a know, lifetime story right there. It sounds like something I would try too. Now it doesn't sound like something I would try in my own car, <laughs> 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 yeah. but somebody else's. Right. Yeah. I guess uh, here moving forward, uh, I should I should write that down. Don't try to jump any trial bridges. Depends. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't write it totally off. Like, what if it's just like a four foot space or whatever? Yeah. You know, I would try that in my car. Yeah. I have uh, jumped from box car to box car on a moving train. No, okay. a train that was steel. <laughs> I have walked. I've walked across the train trestle that goes across the Black Warrior before. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I bet that was scary. It was until you realize, like, even though there's spaces between the, uh-huh. the cross ties that your whole body won't fit through. Now, you may break your ankle and okay. have to crawl if a train comes. But once you realize, like, hey, I can't really fall off of this. It wasn't so mm-hmm. bad. It was at night. And then this barge. I don't know if it was spotlighting us or spotlighting the the, bri- the piers on the right, bridge. But right. it felt like it was spotlighting us. And I was like, oh, the cops are going to come. And that's going to be real bad. <laughs> but it didn't. Did you get any pictures? No, no, this was like, I was probably 15. Okay, so this yeah. is long before. This is me and my cousin Judd. <laughs> this was um, back in the day when if you wanted a picture, you had to yeah, go like, to the store, you had to buy some film. Right, wait a week you to get it to developed. stick it in the camera. Yeah. And you had to take all the pictures. Right. You couldn't just take a few. Yeah. Then you had to drop it off at the uh, at the photo booth. Right. And you come back in a week and get them. Yeah. I don't, it was me and my cousin Judd. I don't know if Judd listens or not. Judd's uh, two years older than me mm-hmm. and really great dude. Really kind of stepped in after my brother passed away and kind of gave me a big brother too. Right. Uh, I think he was with a girl that he was dating and maybe, and like one of her friends. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like 14 or 15. They're like 16 or 17. Right. So I thought I was super cool. Yeah. Cause you're hanging out with yeah. the big kids. Definitely grabbed the girl's butt while we were out <laughs> on the bridge too. <laughs> totally shouldn't do that by the way. But I mean, you got to take your chances when you can shoot that, shots. That's sexual assault. John. It is. It definitely is. Wherever she is, I apologize now. <laughs> Having the father of a daughter of two daughters now. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, we walked across the bridge, one of my all-time memories. So, you know, cool. every time All I right. ride across the downtown bridge, I look over at it. I'm like, man, I've been on that bridge before, which is not that <laughs> uncommon. I think people from Tuscaloosa do it a lot. But yeah. maybe me and you should do it sometime. Maybe we should. Yeah. We well, should, we what should if take, we get locked up for doing it? <laughs> we should bring the recorder and record a podcast up there. <laughs> like wind just blowing, train coming. Yeah. Why well, we get locked up like two adult men, you know, get locked up for walking on the train trestle? I have some explaining to do. Yeah. I don't know that Deidre would be that shocked. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Tara would be like, well, you deserve to sit there for a while. But <laughs> when I finally did get up, I don't think they would lock me up for life for walking on the on the no. trestle. Tara would be like, this is why I don't go walking on a train trestle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Our next story here. A Connecticut fugitive says that he'll surrender if 15,000 people like his wanted poster on Facebook. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Talk about clout chasing. Dude, is, he's getting desperate. Yeah. 
<laughs> a Connecticut police department says that a fugitive has agreed to surrender if enough people respond to an online wanted poster on social media. <laughs> Torrington police say that 29-year-old Jose Sims, who is believed to be somewhere in New York, has seven arrest warrants and is being sought as a fugitive because he failed to show up for a court appearance. Lieutenant Brett Johnson posted on the department's Facebook page on Wednesday that Sims had contacted him through Facebook and agreed to turn himself in if the social post containing his poster gets 15,000 likes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, on the surface, it sounds like that was just his way of blowing off the detective. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'll turn myself in just as soon as I get 15,000 likes right. on Facebook. Anyway... Johnson says that he tried to get Sims to agree to 10,000 likes, so he, he's haggling with him. Right. Let's settle in at 12.5. But Sims wanted 20,000, and he said that they'd split the difference. Art of the deal, baby. Yeah. He's playing hardball You got to set your anchor point high. <laughs> On Wednesday evening, the Facebook post eclipsed 15,000 likes, but oh, Sims nerds. has yet to turn himself okay. in. All right. Which, yeah. again... That tells me he was just messing yeah, with the cops right. here. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he was being serious. Well, like you, fifteen people who like fifteen thousand people who like that. I don't like y'all got played. Yeah, come on, man, just let the dude go free. Says that the lieutenant described the challenge as difficult but doable. He also suggested that if anyone knows where Sims is hiding, that they could let police know and save the department some suspense. So and so he's Canadian, but he's in New York. They think he's in New York. Yeah, but this is like a Canadian. No, I mean it's a Connecticut. Sorry. Oh, Connecticut. It's a Connecticut. Fugitive. Oh, maybe I misunderstood. Dang. Mm. I was like, is that's a Canadian police move? Like, yeah, no, buddy, just get as many likes as you need and then come on into the office and everything will be okay. We'll have pancakes and syrup and all that. Well, you know, I don't know what you what you can do, you know, if you're looking for a guy. You know, you just got to do old-fashioned police work. I guess You so. got to contact everybody he knows and ask if they've yeah. I bet you, you know, when seen he, him lately. When he does turn himself in, he's going to, like, quote unquote, fall down the stairs or whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah. like his mugshots, he's all beat up in and everything. Because it's really funny now. Yeah. But there but when may he, come a time when he's like, you know what, I really wish I hadn't yeah. let him on like that. Well, there's one thing I know about the police is they don't like to be showed up. You no. know, I mean, they really like, hate that. Especially when this cop here is kind of going out on a limb yeah. and promoted this Facebook post right. thinking that he was actually going to do what he said he's going to yeah. do. Yeah, no. I. Yeah, cops just don't like you to show them up. I know. <laughs> cops do not like to look stupid. No, and not at he all. has done a really good job of making them look pretty dumb yeah. right now. I was gonna say I went to high school with a guy who got a speeding ticket. Well, he got several speeding tickets, and he had to go to court for this one. Yeah, he was going. I want to say it was something like uh, eighty miles an hour in a twenty-five mile an hour zone. Okay, you know. Yeah, that'll do it. And the uh, the judge asked him. He says, uh, "Mr. So and So, I'm not gonna give his name." What do you think you were doing or going 80 miles an hour in a 25-mile-an-hour speed zone? And he said, speeding. <laughs> <laughs> he said that judge took him back into his chambers and just, like, and reamed him a new one, <laughs> making him look dumb in his, court, in his courtroom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess at that point you're like, I'm not getting out of this. So <laughs> no, what's no. the point of, like, putting on airs or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, uh... I was at a concert one time. I was in the parking lot. I was wearing overalls with no T-shirt, had had several drinks and no telling what else. 
the police come through to start checking IDs. And so everybody with us is over 21. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so they finish up, turn around to walk off, and I just give them a have a nice day, you know, like thing. Mm-hmm. And the cop like turned around and got in my face and was like, I will take you to jail right now, young man. And I was like, I'm just being polite, officer, you know. But I think he <laughs> thought I was trying to like show him up because everybody was legal, you know. Yeah, yeah. None of us had anything on us that he could identify or find or whatever. It's like, right. Yeah, but he kind of got all up in my face. And I'm like, I can't go to jail in overalls with no shirt. I'm going <laughs> to die, you know? Like, I will get killed. I'm just trying to be polite, you know? Man. All right, well, anyways, here's another guy who's got some trouble. Um, this is from Oregon, the Oregon Live. Um, Forest Grove man stole daughter's cookie sale money to pay for erotic massage, prosecutors say. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. Shout out to Johnny Irons. Hate you made it in the news this week, man. It's tough. Tough. Been a tough run for you, dude. No, I'm kidding. This guy's name is Brian David Couture. Um, a Forest Grove man stole $700 his daughter had earned selling Girl Scout cookies and used that money to finance an erotic massage and then staged a burglary at his home to cover up the theft. Oh, so he took the money, but he tried to say that somebody else took it. Yeah. And really, he spent it down at the uh, massage parlor. Yeah, he sent it down. Yeah, him and the guy that owns the Patriots probably <laughs> hanging out together. Um, Robert Kraft, that's his name. Brian David uh, Couture was sentenced Monday to 18 months of probation and 80 hours of community service as restitution, um, according to the Washington County District Attorney's Office. Uh, he was also hit with a $100 fine. So he initially told authorities that someone had broken into his home and assaulted him. Um, officers found the home had been ransacked and saw blood strewn about. Dang. Um, Couture had injured himself, and the blood was almost certainly his, said Deputy District Attorney Thomas Belsu. Couture's work lamp- laptop was also damaged. Didn't want to damage his personal <laughs> one. <laughs> And about $700 is missing from a jar holding his daughter's cookie earnings, according to prosecutors. Investigators found inconsistencies in his story and challenged it, and Couture eventually told police he stole the money to pay for a massage and then faked the robbery when he realized he couldn't explain the missing funds, according to prosecutors. Huh. So, I mean, just not a good, good move on his part. Yeah. Like, how do you sit down to your daughter and go, honey, I I took your cookie money. And she's like, what did you need it for, daddy? Groceries? Daddy's, daddy's really stressed. Okay? That's right. Daddy's really been stressed lately. That's right. Mom, mom, <laughs> you know, your mom's had a headache for so long. <laughs> yeah. Your mom's had a headache for the last year. Yeah, right. Your mom has had a headache for like six months. Okay, daddy just wanted a massage. All right. It's all daddy wanted was a massage. And I didn't have enough money and I couldn't put it on the debit card without your mom getting another headache. So this is what I did. And I'm sorry, baby. You know, you're my little angel and I love you. I'm proud of how hard you work selling all these cookies. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, he, he did exactly what every 13 year old in the world did. And he allowed, he allowed his privates to do more thinking than his brain did. You know, and what happened is he spent that money and he was like, (laughs) 
oh, we got to turn that money in at the meeting next week. What am I going to do? You know? I will injure myself. Yeah, I will fake a robbery. Throw blood all over the place. <laughs> right. And tell the police that, yeah. that someone stole the money and my work computer. Yeah. And, well, they damaged his they work They damaged computer. his work yeah. computer. They, quote, unquote, they. <laughs> you know what? Maybe uh, maybe there was something on that computer that he didn't want to get found out. Very true. And so he's like, Very I just true. killed two birds with That's one stone right. here. That's right. And maybe his Google search history wasn't too good. Yeah. <laughs> like massage parlors in Oregon or whatever. And he's like, and also while the crooks were here, while they were at it, they uh, they stole all my bills too. So <laughs> right. I'm not going to have any bills to pay. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, like I say, he he was just had a weak moment here. <laughs> took, took his money, his daughter's money. Went and got his little jollies, and then was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? But when the cops come back and go, hey, there's some inconsistencies in your story, like, I don't know that you should ever go, well, oh, it's me, guys. That's when you shut up. Right. <laughs> That's when you go, well, I'm sorry they knocked me over the head. Do you not see my blood laying around here everywhere? I'm sorry if I didn't get everything straight, you know. <laughs> I don't know. And, and, and the police are like, you know, you look awfully relaxed yeah, right. to be sitting yes. in where you're sitting right now. Yeah, right. You look super relaxed. Did you just doze off? Are you, are you smoking a cigarette? Are you smoking a cigarette? Who gave you a cigarette? Yeah. Yeah, these, you seem like you're just like super relaxed here. Is everything all right? You know, go through uh, all this trauma. Maybe that was the inconsistency. You know, my brother-in-law, he uh, he was robbed last week, and he wasn't. He right. was all uptight after yeah, that. He happened. still he has trouble sleeping at night. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, wives of the world, let this be a lesson to you. Okay, because <laughs> every once in a while, let's just throw a massage out there. If you, I mean, you know what I mean—a massage, quote unquote, massage. All right. Oh, man, I wish Deed were listening to this show. <laughs> man, hey, I'm, sitting, I'm, I'm wondering if I want to tell this story or not. Oh, you definitely need to. You know what? I'm Since it's you, I'm just I'm, not, I'm just telling you. Just I'm not, I'm not sharing this story with any anybody else here <laughs> okay. listening to this. I may or may not have had a stepdad at one point in my life okay. who made some charges on a credit card nice. at a hotel room. Okay. And when he was confronted about it, he said that his car was stolen. And when the card was reported stolen, he said, well, we don't need to do that because they probably won't use the card again. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. So, yeah. I got you. Well, you know, that is, I mean... Guys are dumb. Guys are real dumb. They're really dumb sometimes. We we really are. And, (laughs) you know, like I've said, there comes a freedom. Like at at a certain point in time, everything quits working, right? (laughs) Right. You know, and and then as a man, that's where like pawpaws are so, you know, just like peaceful and gentle and nothing bothers them in the world (laughs) or anything. And, you know, their wife gets mad at them. They just go out to the garage and piddle around for a few hours. They don't care. There's no repercussions or anything, you know. And I feel like Viagra is a tool of the devil to keep men like enslaved for another, you know, 10, 15 years past when they're supposed to be. All right. That's my, that's been my take for a while now. Gotcha. Cause I mean, you know, sooner or later, I won't be thinking about it anymore. And I can just, I can focus on other things in life. Yeah. Okay. Me and my wife can actually have a real relationship. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not a relationship where I'm on my best behavior 24-7. That's right, yes. <laughs> All right, let's see. Our next story here is... A spider scare leads a Georgia woman's van to rolling into a river. Oh, nice. It says... Are you afraid of spiders before we get into it? I mean, I wouldn't say they're my favorite bugs, but I'm not terrified of them like a lot of people yeah, are. Yeah, me either. Like, I, I have no problem. You know, if there's a spider, you know, I have no problem just catching it with my hand and yeah. tossing it out the door right. or something. Yeah. I mean, I mean, again, outside I, of it I being a poisonous one, yeah. Yeah, I don't want one crawling across my face. Yeah. But, I mean, I would say the same thing right. about a caterpillar, right. you know? Nothing worse than walking through a spider web, though. That's a really <laughs> you know, bad... When I go, I get that a lot because I'm a tall guy. Right. And when we go hiking, I oh, I get it. Don't matter who, how many people are in front of me, I'm going to get spider webs. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. A spider scared landed a woman's van in the river. An unidentified Georgia woman was backing her Kia van down oh. a boat ramp to put her kayak in the river in Kingston, about 56 miles north of Atlanta, on Sunday. When she was startled by an unwanted visitor, a spider suddenly jumped in her lap, according to a Georgia State press release. Frightened, the woman said that she jumped out of the vehicle without putting the vehicle in park. She's just, you know, (laughs) I'm going to dip out of here. Right. The van then rolled into the Etowah River, floated downstream a few feet, and then became totally submerged, the department said. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's a Kia. She's only out like $8,000. A boater in the area tried to find the van, but he couldn't. The woman's insurance company will try to get a dive team to locate and remove the van, authorities said. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm sure you need to remove it for like... uh... (laughs) Um, environmental reasons or whatever you don't like yeah because there's gas in there and all that leaking into the river but you know i mean if i was the insurance company i was like all right yeah we'll we'll cut you a check (laughs) you know forget we're not hiring a dive team and all that (laughs) i guess you got to do that but i don't know i mean spiders don't scare me when we moved to our first house Mm -hmm. um out in north wind um there around it there was woods all around it and around the eve of the house mm-hmm. or like uh where the siding met the foundation yeah there were so many black widows oh, like no. i'm not kidding like probably i probably killed 25 or 30 of them wow yeah when we first moved out there they're just everywhere and like we had one of those like uh eddie adams who was our neighbor mm-hmm. you know we know you know eddie he's yeah, in church eddie. with us he found he would find all kind of stuff you know he worked out in the woods he would find he found this like a uh, turtle sandbox thing, you know, yeah. which was great. We filled it up with sand. Thomas go out and play with it. But when I would take the lid off, there would invariably always be a black widow underneath it. I'd have to kill, you know. So it's like living on the edge of danger. <laughs> That's why this cursed sandbox was thrown <laughs> right. into the woods to it's begin with. Right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, spiders don't kill, don't scare me because I'm bigger than them. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm like I can kill any spider just if I see it. You well, know? you know, even the poisonous spiders. I mean, they they can make you sick, but you're probably not going to die. Yeah, you know, probably not. Uh, you could. Yeah, but probably not. Yeah, no, I know. Like brown recluse really just like rot you. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about a black wood. I don't know if I know anybody that's been bit by a black bitten by a black right widow. but i surely wasn't because i got shoes on and i'll just smash you into the side of the house that's what i did with all of them <laughs> i would say that the worst the worst case scenario is you have an allergic reaction to yeah. the bug bite and then that's what kills you maybe so i don't know but i just i wouldn't i don't know that i would back my kayak first of all <laughs> i'd probably just carry my kayak down the water like how heavy <laughs> of a kayak did she have i don't know I don't know. I would just carry the Kia down the, the ramp. 
Yeah, right. Just put <laughs> key on your back. Things made out of aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last story I did, I didn't give any kind of warning on mm-hmm. it to our listeners, um, if they had any children in the van or whatever. Okay. Uh, this one definitely you need one for, okay? Right. And I'll just say to kids, if you were listening to the previous story, erotic massage, this is a is like a, a Swedish variation of massage <laughs> that your mom gets when dad buys her a gift certificate for Mother's Day. All right? <laughs> she better not be. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, I, I, that's a standard gift for me is like a day at the spa or whatever for Deidre. Yeah. And I'm always like, when she gets home, I'm like, who gave you your massage? And she'd be like, oh, it's this guy named Tony or whatever. I'm like, uh-uh, <laughs> no, uh-uh. 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 She's like, it's no big deal. I'm like, yeah, no, it's a big deal to me. <laughs> I bet it was to him, too. That's right. That's right. Okay, so this comes to us from Britain. What Shout out to Sadie. What's going on over there, Sadie, with yeah. your young men? Across the pond. Yes. Uh, the headline here is, and just like I say, kids, Go ahead and tune out. Let's go ahead and watch. We'll see you next week. You know, Ed, Ed, and Eddie or whatever for the rest (laughs) of the day. Um, Lads, hour-long sex session with metal pipe ends in him screaming for housemates. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, and it has the line here that I was was talking about with the guy with with his daughter's Girl Scout money. Horny teenagers can often let desire overcome common sense. And I would just say... <laughs> Not just get, teenagers. Yeah, I would just say that goes for any man. <laughs> so if you needed any proof of that, look no further than the story of sex-starved 16-year-old in Johor, Malaysia. Okay, so it's not in Britain. So it's the article is just out of Britain. Um, who got himself in a serious pickle earlier this week. Um, the is that lad, what they call pipes? I think so. Well, maybe what they call what he was putting in the pipe. I don't know. <laughs> the lad had spotted a metal pipe sticking out from a wall in his home that was conveniently at waist height. Oh, no. <laughs> and boys being boys, he thought he'd try making sweet, sweet love to the cold <laughs> and unyielding plumbing fitting. <laughs> There's pictures that go along with this, by the way. <laughs> Um, he managed to get his penis into the alloy tube, but when it came time for the unlikely coupling to end, he found that getting it out was not so easily. The misguided teen tried to free himself for over an hour before finally shouting to his housemates for help. You know, he was like, I don't want to call anybody. I don't want to call anybody. Once the laughter had died down, his mates called the emergency services and senior fire officer... Cinnamon Adrius of the Tangkak Fire and Rescue Station said they received an emergency call from the victim's residence at around 10 p.m. on May 20th. And he said the metal pipe is about six inches in length with a thickness of five millimeters and is no longer used. The metal pipe is about six inches in length with a thickness of five millimeters and is no longer used. And the fireman had to cut the pipe first. Oh, no. Uh, the rescuers brought with them a metal cutting saw, which they used to manually cut the pipe, hoping to free the boy, but his penis remained wedged inside, <laughs> forcing them to remove the whole length of pipe, which appeared to be around 30 millimeters wide. There you go. Just so you can see. <laughs> okay. Quick question. Yeah. You're the dude holding the saw. <laughs> you, a- do you ask the dude, okay, uh, 
Can you tell me about yeah. how far down I'm gonna this need to put, pipe I yeah. need to cut? Put your finger where the end is. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you do not want me to get this wrong, okay? Yes. <laughs> Footage from the hospital bed an hour later shows sparks flying and the boy writhing uncomfortably as medics and firemen use a circular saw to remove the pipe. Uh, doctors from the Sultana <laughs> Fatima Specialist Hospital and firemen finally extracted the lad's penis just before midnight. And medics recommend sealing off the pipe to prevent the incident from ever happening again. <laughs> uh, the, because, yeah, I mean, we don't want this to happen again, so we need to yes, seal off this pipe. That's right. The fire chief uh, added this case was resolved with the expertise of the hospital and the victim was stable and the incident caused his privates to be swollen, but that he only had minor injuries. So, oh, thank goodness. I would just like to say, all right, I don't know a whole lot about your penis getting stuck in a pipe. <laughs> I, don't. I don't. I've never never happened I've to never me. Never had that happen. Yeah, to me. never. I've always been able to get. I've mine always out. been very careful. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> where I've put that. But I would say to his roommates, why not just throw a glass of ice water on it or something, <laughs> you know, before we call 911 or whatever. It makes you wonder, how hard did he struggle to, <laughs> don't to know, get in this To get it in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, maybe he wasn't like fully grown when he started. Yeah. You know, maybe that's the best way to put it. Like like Tom Hanks and Big? Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, maybe that was a problem. I don't know. But I would just always say PVC is much better. You know? <laughs> says here when the teenager was asked for comment, he said, quote, still had sex. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you know he's going to get made fun of for the next forever. He's going to have to move. you got to move out of Malaysia. <laughs> yes, you, know? you can't be there. <laughs> no, no more. <laughs> you need to change your name. Yep. But uh, I don't know, man. I mean, if I was him, I'd just be like, hey, guys, I was laying pipe. <laughs> 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 I'm like, hey, what'd you do this weekend? I lay a pipe. Just lay the pipe. Man. But yeah, I mean. Uh, Just call me the plumber. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tough luck for this guy. And you know, like, because he said he struggled for an hour, you know. You know the last thing he, he wanted to do was ask for help. That's right. He's probably just sitting in there like, oh, my goodness. He's like, please, God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for this. If you get me out of this, I will never screw a pipe ever again. <laughs> and then you got to call your roommates. That's oh, rough. Man. I would have probably called 911 before I called my roommates. <laughs> you know? I bet you couldn't reach the phone. <laughs> well, what's your name? My name is Stan. <laughs> Rick Johnson. <laughs> Rusty Shackleford. That's right. Yeah, I mean, um, tough luck for that guy right there. But, um, I mean, you know, kudos for not having premarital sex. <laughs> you know? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Let that be a lesson to everyone out there. Plumbing, leave plumbing to the professionals. All right? <laughs> People go to school for two years to learn how to do that. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> To do that properly. That's right. You just can't go in there all willy-nilly and expect not to get your ding-dong hung up. All right? <laughs> all right. Well, are we done with the news? Can we move on now? No, I'm not because I have some problems to bring up. <laughs> I got 99 problems. Where'd you have problems? Uh, here's the way I've had a problem. More money, more problems. <laughs> Uh-oh, here we go. Okay. 
For those of you new to the show, this is the segment of the show where we just take some time to point out everybody's flaws in their behavior. Yeah, right. And how they can, you know, better convenience us. Yeah. <laughs> make things better easier on us there's a few of them in here that i need to expound on okay just so you know but perfect uh, i'll just get started out here um number one people who take their time ordering at mcdonald's all right (laughs) mcdonald's menu has not changed in forever okay every once in a while they bring the mcrib back but there shouldn't be a whole lot of decision making going on that's a good point it's mcdonald's it's not red lobster yeah right i mean you should know what you want when you're walking in the door Yes. I don't need to be hung up behind you for five minutes while you're deciding whether to get a double cheeseburger or a quarter pounder with cheese. And then when you eventually do make it around to the window, it takes 15 minutes because they had to go find a filet of fish that they never sell. I put that on here, too. I don't like drive-thrus. I don't. I'm, I would much rather go inside and get my food. Okay. Yeah. Will you respect I mean, that? I don't have a problem with like drive-through workers or anything like that, or like not being able to hear the box. I just, it's just to me, just let me go inside. If I got to talk to something, I'd rather talk to a person. Okay. People who don't use blinkers, hate them. Hate them. <laughs> we need to take them out of society. Um, people who park in the disabled spaces but don't have a limp. You know, like if you're parking in a, <laughs> yes. in a handicapped spot and I see you get out, you better be acting like, <laughs> like you better be walking like something's wrong with you. Okay? You're saying that according to John Long, it's not enough to have a handicap sticker. Right. But you have to look like Right. It. Yeah. Like I could possibly get a handicap sticker because of Hudson's heart. You know, I'm right. sure we could get a doctor to get us whatever we need to get one. Mm-hmm. But Hudson can walk just fine. It's not going to hurt him to walk from 20 spaces back. You right. Know? But, so I'm just saying. And I know people have disabilities. You can't always see them naked to eye and everything, just like Hudson. But uh, I expect you to have a limp. <laughs> all right. Just, all right. Um, and so this goes hand in hand with that. Fat people on fatty carts in Walmart. <laughs> all right. You take that back. All right, <laughs> fat people. You don't have to get on a cart just because you're fat, okay? Well, let's walk around the store. Um, people who dress up their pets don't like that at all. I don't okay. like, I mean, pets, God gave them the freedom of being naked, and here you are just putting clothes on them and being like, oh, little Buffy loves it when I put her Alabama jersey on it. And every dog I ever see in a picture looks like they hate it. <laughs> Our dog don't let us do that anymore. Oh, yeah? <laughs> people who are late. I don't like people gotcha. who are late. I, I'm a punctual. I try to be punctual. Um, influencers. I hate all people who claim to be influencers on Instagram. I don't okay. like it. Um, I don't like greeting cards. Greeting cards are stupid. It's like, you know, <laughs> here is something because I couldn't come up with enough words to say. So I spent $2.50 on this. You're going to read it once and throw it away. Real quick, I know this is your thing right now. No, no, now. go ahead. I got in trouble this morning for doing a card wrong. Oh, yeah? It is, I didn't uh, know you could do a card wrong. I didn't either. You can. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's somebody uh, who we go to church with. It's their birthday is today. Oh, yeah? I was giving them a birthday card, and I just wrote out, hey, happy birthday. I drew you a picture of a tornado. Here, check it out. <laughs> Love your mentor, Tiny. And then I drew a little tornado and a little guy saying, you know, getting thrown around by the tornado, a little stick figure. Sure. And my wife was not pleased. <laughs> so. I'm sorry for having fun, Tara. I told her, I was like, I'm sorry for, I know this is serious. I'm yeah. sorry for being glib about this. I'll try to do cards properly. <laughs> I know how serious now. birthdays are. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, doorbells. I don't like doorbells. I just want to knock. Yeah, I'm just a knock guy because I feel like I can knock at a level that you can hear me if, yeah. if you're home and awake and if you can come get the door. But if you're taking a nap, a doorbell wakes you. Yeah, we've talked about this before. We're, yeah. we're in favor of knockers. Knocking, yeah. Um, negotiating with kids. That just comes out of <laughs> personal. I hate negotiating with kids. <laughs> Um, the phrase, you need to watch this movie. Don't like that at all. <laughs> Restaurant bathrooms that aren't labeled men and women, but have like cute pictures. You know, it's got, like yeah. a woman pirate or a man pirate. Yeah, I don't or like those. Or bucks and does. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> that kind yeah, of thing. Right. Um, people who hate Mondays. Now, this is a rash <laughs> on my Facebook feed of people who cannot stand Mondays for some reason. And I don't get it. Um, which goes along with my next one, people who hate their jobs um, or complain about their jobs on Facebook. I mean, just That's every job I have had. I have never worked with a job where I didn't work with people who complain. Yeah, right. I was just like, hey, just go find another job. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, what's your deal? Well, Why would you stay com- somewhere you hate? Well, they're going to complain about that one. Well, but so, then I don't have to deal with them. You know? <laughs> That's a good point. Um. Kids holding signs for every life event. Okay, so that's like a first day of kindergarten. You know, <laughs> I just turned seven, you know, so mom can take their picture. I don't like that. Don't like it at all. Um, using a debit card at the store. So I used to have cash all the time. Cash is great. Cash is king. But since I ran out of cash and lost my business, now my check's direct deposited. <laughs> And so I have to use my debit card. So you insert your debit card. Then yeah. you have to like hit a button that lets them know it's debit. Then you gotta like hit a button that the total's correct. And you gotta like hit a button saying you don't want a car wash. Yeah. And then you gotta like hit another button to type in your pin. And then finally, it runs your sale. <laughs> too many steps. Too many steps at all. Use Apple Pay. Uh, that's too fancy. <laughs> all right. Here's one for this morning. Standing ovations. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan of standing ovations. And yeah. if you'll notice, we my family never stands up for standing <laughs> ovations. Because, I've, I mean, maybe I'm just different. Yeah. I, I, I know I'm different. I'm just a horrible person. <laughs> but a standing ovation should be like something that you're, you're like, you can't help but stand up, yeah. you know, and start clapping. The worst thing in the world to me, and if anybody's ever do, doing this for me, if like people start clapping for me and like one guy stands up and then everybody else is like oh now this guy stood up i gotta stand up and then every, you know like by the time it's over with you're just like that's not a real standing ovation nobody meant that you know you can clap for me sitting down it's cool so, i was peer pressured into that that's exactly what most standing ovations are is peer pressure remember that time kanye stopped one of his shows because this guy in a wheelchair wouldn't stand up for him <laughs> Yes, so to everybody at church, I'm not a horrible person, but I'm not going to be peer pressured into a standing ovation. <laughs> My youth minister told me peer pressure was bad. That's right. I don't even remember who we were clapping for this morning. Who were we clapping for? And it's not important. Yeah, I don't know. You don't either then. Okay. Um, let's see. Big screens in church. I don't like the screen. I don't like the screen that we put all the lyrics on and stuff. Because it has no notes, and so everybody's just singing the melody, and I don't like that. Why can't we put the notes on the screen? Okay. That's just my question. Um, teachers. All right, this is the one okay. I need to explain a thought. <laughs> All right, teachers. Um, has there ever been a more, like a group of, uh, 
like an occupation that needs more pats on the back than teachers. You know, they talk all the time about how hard their job is and how difficult their job is. And I don't doubt that it is. But, I mean, we don't see the guy like in the coal mine going, oh, you know, I had such a rough day at work and all that. You know, I'm just saying, back off a little bit. You get the same vacation as kids. You're fine. All right? So, John, they're training the next generation. I know. And you want to talk about, like, when they get, when their school year's out. And I get it. They're dealing with kids. I hate kids, so I understand. I don't really hate kids, but I hate kids. Um and so, like, when summer break hits, like, woo, summer break, you know, they're, like, posting pictures and blah, blah, you know, and I'm just like, hey, man, I don't do that when I go on vacation, you know, like, <laughs> just suck it up like the rest of us, so. Yeah. So, teachers, I'm sorry. I had to go there, but, I mean, like, you just ask it for too many pats on the back. And um, the last one. Um, it's not a three-day weekend, okay? So every Memorial Day, yeah, 800 people on Facebook post various pictures to remind everyone that it's not just about a three-day weekend. It's Memorial Day. Right. All right? Excellent sentiment. Excellent. I agree with them wholeheartedly for the people who gave their lives for this country. Mm-hmm. Totally. I appreciate what they did. What I don't need is 50,000 people posting memes on Facebook reminding me <laughs> it's not about a three-day weekend or barbecuing or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. And this goes back to my previous one. Like, if you see something that's been shared like 12,000 times, you don't have to share it anymore, all right? So, But there might be some people in your Facebook group who hasn't seen that much like, yet. But that's the other thing. Like, we're all from Fed, you know? Like, yeah. 99% of my friends are connected to me through Fed Alabama, right? So we're all connected to each other. Yeah. And uh, so we're all seeing the same stuff. You can just stop, you yeah. know? Like, just think, hey, uh, most of my friends uh, on my friends list are from Fed, and we have mutual friends with the same person who shared this, so I don't need to share it, you know? <laughs> you know, sometimes you'll get that post and it say this post was shared by this person this person this person and this person yes exactly thank you facebook for at least trying to (laughs) consolidate it so we see it one time so we only see it one time just i mean hey also i'd like to point out to everybody that labor day it's not just a three-day weekend you need to remember all those people who work in factories (laughs) who are making sure that your laptop works right or your car runs well exactly it's not a three-day weekend I mean, it's just too much, y'all. We get it, you know. We I don't know if you make yourself feel better by posting that or whatever. I mean, I'm sure tomorrow instead of barbecuing, you're going to stand around and salute the flag all day or whatever. You know, you're not going to go to the lake fishing. You're just going to sit home and go put flags at the, you know, soldier cemetery, Arlington or whatever. Right. Anyways, so... I'm sorry, teachers. I just want to apologize to teachers, but sometimes y'all are too much. Like, we don't have to give you so many pats on the back, okay? Okay. I mean, you chose your career path, not me. I'm not making you work there. You're like the people who hate their job. Just quit if you don't want to do it. Go do something else, all right? Well, they don't want to do something else. They just want you to acknowledge how how great they have it right? and how much they're doing for you. I did when I brought 37 glue sticks on the first day of school. Yeah. I think some of those teachers sell like school supplies on the side. I did some Not to mention a box of tissues. Yeah, oh yeah. And a nine pack of uh, paper towels. Exactly. I, and I did some math on Hudson's class this year. 
when I dropped off, they would have had like 230 glue sticks for the whole year. And I'm like, somebody, like, what are we doing with glue sticks? You know, like they don't need that. I mean, there's like 17 people in this class or something. If somebody's was, selling school supplies on eBay. If I was a teacher, I'd slap down a $25 Amazon gift card. Your student needs to bring us oh, no, well, you got a $25 Amazon gift card. So you don't know that Eli's not in public school. You got to pay a classroom fee too. That's just like oh, a straight wow. up like $20 check or whatever. Okay. Or, yeah. Which is fine. I mean, I get it. They don't get enough funding for their stuff, and I right. could go all into how that's all messed up, <laughs> and we need to fund the schools, and we need to figure out how to do that. I'm all for that, okay? Right. I'm all for it. But <laughs> And I want teachers to make as much money as possible. I'd love for them to make $200,000 a year. I don't care, you know? I mean, <laughs> just pay them whatever. That's fine. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying don't stand around and, and, and ask for pass on the back all the time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right? Just don't do that, okay? It gets on my nerves. All right, well. <laughs> well, we're no longer the number one podcast among teachers. John is not the only person with problems. We know everybody out there has problems. We're still accepting submissions. Maybe we need to run a, like a disclaimer, like the opinions of press expressed by John Long are not necessarily the opinions of Earth Oddity Podcast and its how about, advertisers. How about this? How about a little homework assignment? If you're listening to this out there and you're a teacher... Please write in your list of problems right. that you have with parents, with, parents, <laughs> yeah. with your school, yeah. with your kids, whatever. Right. And we'll just make that a segment next yes. next week. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I don't want to get on it anymore. Okay. I'm hurting some feelings. I don't want to do that. All right. How about some community news? We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl cutters for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. Some guys tried to jump over the drawbridge there this past week, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, strawberries, and anything else you can think of putting it on. That's right. I saw that. Yeah, you saw that on there? On yeah. Their web. Let's just say, everybody check out their Facebook page. It's crazy. They're doing some pretty awesome stuff on it. Um, the Spiral Potato Cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use. It's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next erotic massage event up a notch, (laughs) imagine whipping up a batch of homemade potato chips. Your masseuse won't know what's going on. Probably not even going to have to pay them $700, which that's a lot of money for a massage. I didn't even think about that. Well, I don't know what the going rate is. For my wife, it was a new house. Uh, anyways, let me tell you, the homemade chips with Cajun Curl values blended spice on them will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou blended spice, but the Cajun Curl chip cutter as well. And you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing, and you can locate your nearest retailer there or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it today. Yes. Here locally, it is available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland, South Finest Meats over on Greensboro 35th, 
Piggly Wiggly on Early Wallace and Mark Smart in downtown Northport by the train trestle that you can get up on and walk across the bridge. <laughs> All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you remember that it's not just a three-day weekend. And it's all natural, low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out and use our promo code EOP10. That's EOP in the number 10 to get a 10% discount on your order. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask that you pay full price. Nice. All right, we got another review. Nice. Man, they are coming on. That's really awesome. Uh, this review comes from Deadpool Wilson. Okay, Deadpool Wilson. <laughs> rated five stars. The title, the second best podcast I've found, does the dot, dot, dot. Unfortunately, I can't get the rest of the title on my phone. <laughs> and I refuse to install iTunes on my laptop. So okay. <laughs> we'll so, just figure that out later. Like the second best podcast he's found, but, but okay. dot, right. dot, 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 dot. All right. I work at a scrapyard and am able to listen to podcasts while I'm at work for 11 hours a day. I stumbled across your podcast, and I started at the first episode available right from the get-go. So, apologies. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry about that, buddy. (laughs) I thought soon as I go on break from work, I'm deleting this, but then I forgot and got sucked into the podcast vortex. (laughs) Somewhere between purgatory and the black hole in space, and here, I am without an episode to listen to because I binged everything you have, LOL. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. You guys are like a Christian dumb and dumber. (laughs) Mixed with a hint of Charles Stanley, but with a sense of elegance rarely achieved in the podcast airwaves. A Christian Dumb and Dumber mix with Charles Stanley is pretty good. I'm Lloyd, I call it. I'm okay. Lloyd. We need to use that as like a tagline. You know, like yes. Earth Oddity, a Christian Dumb and Dumber. With a hint of Charles Stanley. With a hint, just a just a sprinkle of it. When I'm at work wanting to just end it all and jump into a pile of scrap or hoping a semi-hour loader would just run me over. I, I Man, this dude, I feel like we would get along great. I know. There you guys are making me laugh, and I fight to live one more day. Thank you for being there for me 66 hours a week. Sincerely, Jason from Mansfield, Ohio. Okay. Man, Jason, hang in there, buddy. Right. Look, man, I know you deal with a lot. At a scrap yard. Yes. You know, I mean, you've probably got meth heads bringing air conditioners in there all day long, you know? And I'm sure it's not air conditioned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad we can bring a little joy to your life. And, uh, you know, our our friends in Ohio, Ohio are great. Ohio are great. <laughs> Ohio. And uh, we're glad that you listened to us. Just yes, ask you to tell you everybody so else. You know, yeah. Just, just tell one person, uh-huh. you know, that... Uh, you may think we'll enjoy it or we'll enjoy making fun of us. And you can tell them, hey, it's like a Christian dumb and dumber. That's right. <laughs> and that we're kind of like an acquired taste. You know, you listen yeah. to us for a while and sooner or later, you're like, hey, I kind of like these guys. And tell your friends not to start at episode one. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. Because right. those early episodes were, Let's we were still on, figuring out yeah. what we were doing. Let's get on into the 40s. <laughs> yes. <you know? laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I really appreciate it. And yeah, we're we're a lot like a stray dog. We're a little ugly. We're a little <laughs> rough around the edges. But, you know, we show up at your back door, you feed us one time, you know, sooner or later you're giving me and Tiny a bath and you're listening to every episode. So Yeah. So 
if you want to be one of the listeners who give us a bath, you know, so that's a thing, that's a service we offer. Uh, just email the show, earthoddity planetmail.net, and you too can bathe Tiny and I. It's a big tub we both have to get into. It is. It's a big tub. You're going to need at least a 10 person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a hot tub or something. Yeah. yeah. Right. I will be fully nude. Tiny wears a bathing suit. <laughs> But I am fully nude, just so you know. And water shoes. <laughs> Can't get athlete's foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, really, thank you for your review. Yes. It, it does mean a lot. Everybody out there who's given us a review over the years, because um, we're, I'm, I'm comfortable saying over the years. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate it. To everyone else who hasn't, I, be like Jason. Yeah, be like Jason. And just, I mean, be it like takes, Kimmy. Yeah, be like Kimmy, right? Yeah, it doesn't take that much time, you know. Just just type us out a little review; it's fine. I would like to hear how you would describe us. You can't yeah. use Dumb and Dumber with a little with a hint of Charles Stanley anymore, <laughs> or you can just say whatever, and yeah. I, I will be forced to read it. That's right. As long as you can get it past Apple censors. That's true. So that's true. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, thanks to everybody. I really uh, appreciate all the listeners and the support we get. The show's growing, and Mm -hmm. uh, from day one to now, we're way better. We are. I'm still waiting for Johnny to bring us our millions of listeners, like he told (laughs) us. But uh, I'm assuming they're coming any day now. That's an inside joke. Sorry. (laughs) I like to give Johnny a hard time, but he's a good dude. Yes. But, yeah, just tell one person about the show and and get them to download it. Let them listen to a few episodes, and, and then they can tell one person. And we'll just keep growing exponentially mm-hmm. throughout the years. And uh, sooner or later, me and Tiny maybe can retire. Yeah. You know, when we're like 65 and we retire from our real jobs, maybe this will cover the fact that I don't have a retirement Wouldn't you plan. love to have Earth Oddity every day? Oh, yeah. you got to give us a reason yeah. to put, do this full time. <laughs> Some people may have answered that question, but no. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, this is on demand. So that's for those right. of you who answered no, that's totally up to you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But no, really, if just just tell people about the show. That's all we ask, you yeah. know. And I feel like if we're giving an honest shot and somebody doesn't just turn us off because I sound like a backwards redneck <laughs> or sometimes say some offensive stuff, that it, once they learn to how we joke, yeah. then, then they will enjoy it. You know, right. that seems to be the experience with most people. You know, kind of <laughs> yes. like him. You know, like if you listen to, a, he's like, I'm going to delete this, yeah. but then. Hey, 66 hours later. Yeah, you get sucked in. He's sucked in. That's right. (laughs) And you're part of the family now, and I consider you a friend. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all you got to do. And we'll come stay on your couch. Right. And just as a caveat, if I made fun of something you do with my, you know, problem segment, just know that I don't really care. <laughs> no. I, if you're a teacher, I don't really care. Just I got to have something to put there. We're just know? trying to be funny. We're just trying to be funny. Give and us failing a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, yep. we're on them all. Everywhere. If you would like to email the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. Mm-hmm. If you would like to uh, tweet us, we're on Twitter. You can catch us at underscore earthoddity. We are. Do you like pictures? We sometimes post we post pictures. <laughs> I'm getting back in the flow of it. Sometimes, I made a few. Sometimes if I'll get off my lazy rear end, I'll even cut a little segment out yeah. and post it, which Big, I didn't do last week. The Bigfoot one's still getting likes. <laughs> still getting likes. You can check all that out, underscore Earth Oddity, over on Instagram. That's right. 
And if all that fails, but you still need to get in touch with us and you don't do any of that other stuff, you can call our phone number. What's That's that right. number? It's 662-493-2059. You can call in. You can leave us a bumper. You can tell us all your problems. That's right. You can tell us your problems with us. Tell us your neighbor's Whatever. problems. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.